This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 121, Time. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some spinning, some thoughts about time, and I will introduce you to a new genre of television. But before we get to all of that, we will kick this off with some updates. So in general, the family and I, we are all here and we are all healthy and happy. For the most part, things are progressing you know, as they should normally, and it's all good. Itty Bitty is rolling up to the last few weeks of her last semester of her sophomore year in college, which is pretty cool. So we're, you know, doing all those plannings to move her home for the summer and move her out of the dorms and all of that stuff. So most of the, well, this entire year because of COVID, she's spent the majority of the time in like hybrid classes. There's some because of her field of study, Um, There's some things she just can't do remotely. So there's been, some of her classes have been like 50-50, mostly online, but she had to go in physically like twice a week for two of her classes for labs and stuff. We could have kept her at home because her university is only about 30 minutes from here. But I think in order to, for her to have the most immersive and, you know, realistic college experience, it was really good for her to be on campus so that she could focus. So that's been really good. She's doing great this year. I feel like she's finally found her groove and things are coming along nicely. So that's awesome. And the bird got a job. Uh, She graduated, if you remember, during COVID and she's creeping up on 24 years old and she's been doing a lot of stuff in her field, doing freelance and, and those sorts of things. And she did an internship with an adaptive recreation program in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. But she has like a grown-up job now, and it's pretty awesome. She'll be starting that remotely, but eventually moving into Denver to work full-time. So that's pretty awesome. We're very proud of her. She's super excited, and she starts that tomorrow. So that's that's we're pretty stoked about that, and she's super excited. Uh, Trying to find your first job during COVID in a specialized field mm, hasn't been great. Like, she's non-technical. Like, if she was in a medical profession or something like that, It probably would have been super, super easy for her to find a first job, but it's a non-technical kind of liberal arts squishy kind of field. So that hasn't been an amazing job searcher for her. She got very, very frustrated, but I think all her hard work paid off and she's actually going to end up in the right place and not just settling for any position she could come across. So that's pretty cool. What else has been going on? I don't recall mentioning it previously, but I actually just finished taking... The Sizing with Spreadsheets course from Sarah Krentz of Swanky Emu Knits. And that was a super fantastic course. I learned so very much, one, about spreadsheet processing for sizing. And then, like, as a designer being exposed to other designers and their processes, it's amazing how much you're like, I would have never thought of that. Like, the collaborative environment that Sarah fosters is just fantastic and wonderful and worth every penny and all of my time. So it was a four-week course, four Saturdays in a row with like homework in between the classes. And it was really fantastic. And I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to take that class. So it's very, very cool. 
And if you want to check that out, I will definitely have a link in the show notes to the course and major kudos to her. She's an amazing teacher and just a wonderful, wonderful, thoughtful mentor. It was fantastic. And I'm so glad I had the chance to do that. What else has been going on in the spin control household? Oh, you may know, or you may recall that I have a small plot of land and a small farm ish with a little bit of livestock. I own three alpaca and they are lovely and they're such a joy. But unfortunately, one of my boys, his name is Just Bill. He is aging. He is 18 years old and um, he's, he's creeping up on life expectancy for an alpaca, which is unfortunate. And he has been a little under the weather this week. Definitely not acting like himself. I have a mobile camelid specialist veterinarian coming soon to check him out and make sure he's okay. And hopefully we can get him through this rough patch and all will be well. Well, it looks like that is all I've got in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spin a tale. I don't necessarily have a story for you this week, but I want to share some thoughts with you about our namesake for this episode, time. I think about time a lot because it is one of our most valuable resources and it is definitely not renewable. Bird would argue that uh, time is infinite. However, the amount of time that we each as human beings are allotted is not infinite. It is a non-renewable resource and using it as wisely as we can is important to me. I think time is one of the things that gets me down in life most often only because you know, my personal situation, I can't use all of my time for my own purposes and for the things that bring me joy. When I'm not working 40 to 50 hours a week for someone else, I am able to spend my time doing the things that I love with the people I love and enjoying life to its fullest. It's that 40 to 50 hours a week that's getting me. It's very hard to sell. When I think about it this way, it, 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 I don't really have a train of thought for this one. I'll get there. When I break it down, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that I sell most of my waking hours to someone else. And one day I will be able to buy them all back and have those 40 to 50 hours a week, sometimes more, at my own disposal to do with as I please. And that's kind of my goal. Like that's my driving force in most of the things I do in my life is how can I get my time to be my time and not have to sell it to somebody else? to live, you know, and to accomplish the goals that we have set for ourselves. I know this is not like a super chipper topic, but I just really wanted to, uh, to share that with you. That's capitalizing on maximizing the use of and getting the most out of the time that I have on this planet is a driving force for me. And the indefiniteness of actually how much time I have been allotted, you know, for my existence really pushes me to want to do more and different things with all of my time. And that's what I've got for you this week in Spin a Tale. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. I've been busy and productive and I feel good about what I've accomplished. A couple of little hiccups here and there, but not too bad. First, the boyfriend socks are in timeout. It's only because when I lost the needles in the airport before the last episode 
when I tried to reorganize the stitches and get them all back on the needles the way they should be without losing any of the patterning, I, it was kind of a pain in the butt. Ah, that meant that I got a little frustrated, couldn't find the focus to actually figure out what went wrong. But in one case, I didn't have enough stitches, but there weren't any dropped. And in another case, I had too many stitches, but couldn't figure out where I picked the other one up. I really don't want to have to rip back what I've accomplished because on the one sock, I'm almost to the heel from the toe up and the other sock, I'm about halfway there. And it's got cable crosses and things like that, which is kind of what's making it a little harder to pick back up. But I just didn't have the patience last time I touched them. So I think I'm going to maybe wait till I finish the other pair of socks that I've got on the needles before I pick those up again. So I'm still knitting on the self-striping socks, which are pretty fantastic. I love the colors and the self-striping of this yarn, and it's great. I'm kind of modeling the fit after a pair of magic socks that someone handed me at an event, like probably, gosh, 10 years ago now. It was like, hey, these socks don't fit me. Would you like them? Is kind of how it went down. And I said, yes, and they fit me perfectly. And they're more than 10 years old. They're wearing amazingly. They like, they haven't felt it at all. I honestly really wish I knew what yarn they had been knit in because they're just so perfect and I love them and I wear them all the time. So I'm modeling the fit of my self-striping socks after those and it's it's a real joy to knit. One of the things I like most about knitting self-striping socks is as you're going along, like you can, you have physical markers for your progress. You know what I mean? Like I finished three stripes. That's an inch and a half. I feel amazing. So having those also, having those socks on the needles has been great because I always have a portable project. So if I end up in a waiting room or if I'm on the passenger side and the boy decides he wants to go on a Sunday drive, you know, 45 minutes north just to see what we find, I've got something to keep my hands occupied, you know, doing that, maximizing the time I have at my disposal. So that's been pretty cool. I'm really enjoying those. Now let's talk about the cardigan. So last time we spoke about the Gift of Promise cardigan. I said, oh, I'm halfway done. I am so not halfway done. I 100% misread the pattern and I was nowhere near halfway done. So the last, the right side of the cardigan is actually 37 and a half inches long. The left side and the body combined are about 27 inches or long completely. So I've knit eight inches on the right-hand side. So that means I still have 29 inches to go plus the sleeves and then I'll be done. I was like super stoked that I was so far along in my progress. And then I picked up the pattern and read it again. And it turns out I was nowhere near halfway. I don't even know if I'm halfway yet. I could do the math quick, but public math, you know, not super good at that. So we won't do that, but it's coming along. I'm still enjoying the knit. Um, Still wish it was an actual DK weight but it is not. It is not. It is more like a fingering and which is making it go so much slower. I think as soon as I finish that cardigan, I need to cast on something in a worsted weight or an Aran or a heavyweight, a bulky yarn, just to get like a quick win under my belt, like sit during a movie and knit a whole hat. Like, Hey, look, I started and finished something. Yeah. So I think I'm going to need a quick win soon. And as far as quick wins go, I've actually, I find sewing to always be like one of my quick wins because you don't have to go stitch by stitch. And I feel like I progress on those projects so much more quickly and I feel more accomplished as I'm working on 
I'm all about progress. Progress makes me feel good when I'm working on crafting type projects. So I finished all of my DPN pouches with one tiny detail left. Like all the pouches themselves, they're individual pouches for each set of, of DPNs. I have a set of nickel plated DPNs in eight inch from Knit Picks. So they go from size, US size four to US size 11. And they each have their own little individual pouches. So I'm not like, like before that, they were all in their original, like flimsy plastic uh, retail packaging. And that packaging was falling apart because I've had those a long time. But now they're all protected. But the only thing I have left to do is I need to figure out how I want to mark the packages so I can see at a glance which set is which with the U.S. size on the outside of the packaging. But I kind of don't want to put it on the front because I have a cute little snap and it looks adorable. And I will have to share pictures of those very soon, which makes me happy. And now that that is done, I am going to start a new sewing project. So in November, I made a table runner, like a winter themed table runner that kind of happened to go along with like a Christmassy kind of color scheme, but not super Christmassy. Like, so it's valid for like all of winter in the mountains. You know what I mean? It's got that kind of feel to it, but it's, you know, mid to late April and my winter table runner is still on the table. So I'm going to make a spring table runner to replace it because I, we hadn't actually had a table runner before but I really like it and I like the look and I like, like it just, we've never been one for home decor, but I'm kind of trying to change that. It's that whole, how have I never made this before? I knit and I sew. So I got all my fabric picked out. I know what I'm going to do. It's another pattern I'm going to wing because that's just kind of how I do it. I know the length it needs to be. I know the width I want it and I just have to assemble it. It's going to be pretty simple. So that should be another quick win that I get under my belt. Super excited about that. Well, it looks like that is all I've got going on in spinning my wheels. Okay, I am introducing a new segment in this episode. I'm going to call it Spun Out. It's a little bit about those things that distract us that we may get a little sucked into uh, find ourselves a little bit out of control when it comes to them. Um, not bad negative sorts of things, but just, I wanted to share some of those things in my life that get me distracted or sucked in. Right. So in this one, as I implied in the intro, I'm going to introduce you to a new genre of television coined by bird. So because of COVID and limited, uh, you know, travel or outdoor activities or those public things that, you know, we took for granted a million years ago. What I have actually been doing is uh, binge watching lots of TV. Yeah. So, which is good because it's great for my knitting time, right? Because I can just sit here on the couch, binge watch something that I love or that at least makes me smile. And, you know, I keep myself occupied and don't feel like I'm wasting time by just watching TV, right? Because, I mean, how many of us just sit and watch TV. If you're a listener here, you probably always have your hands going, even if you do enjoy television. I was raised by TV. There's no shame in that. I was a latchkey kid. Um, TV's always been kind of a part of my life. So recently I was in a conversation with Bird on the phone and she's like, what are you watching? And I told her that I was binge watching The Magicians. 
the sci-fi original program. And I just recently rewatched from episode one because I, they were like the last two seasons I hadn't seen. And we have like all streaming services. We get rid of cable a while ago. So I'm streaming it. I believe I watched that on Netflix. And so apparently there is a subclassification of science fiction television that my daughter likes to refer to as shy-fi. It is campy television shows that are science fiction based, not the best production quality, campy storing lines, outrageous actors. I don't know. I just love them. Right? So I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Uh, Shy-fi again. Right now, I actually just finished watching, again, because I've seen it all before, um, Torchwood. I'm totally caught up on all of Doctor Who. I just finished Torchwood. I finished The Magicians. And now I need to figure out which shy-fi I'm going to watch next. I'm thinking that for that quick win project I was talking about earlier, I'm going to make a Jane hat. And I may make that while watching an episode of Firefly. I've seen all of Firefly before. Absolutely love it. I think there's only two seasons. But I think it's time to rewatch it again in binge format because I, I don't know what else there is. But I'm sure I will find something else. So that's where we are. That's the thing that has me sucked in watching all of my shy-fi television as I knit on the Gift of Promise cardigan or spin or whatever I happen to be doing at the time. And I will keep you posted on all of the things that distract me. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Thank you all for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. I'm going to do some research and offer the podcast on some other services that I hadn't actually tapped into before. So we'll see. Maybe we can expand our listenership and see what happens with that. Um, between now and the next episode, I will be finishing this cardigan, darn it. And that, I can't wait to uh, give you all the details on that and how it blocks out and how the yarn behaves. That'll be cool. And here in the next couple months, I do have a few things coming up that I cannot wait for. So in uh, May, mid-May, I will be heading back to Pennsylvania to do some more formal parent stuff with my mom. So that'll be cool. It looks like all of my brothers will be there again. So that'll be nice. We haven't really spent a whole lot of time together over the past few years just because we're all off on our own adventures, living all over the U.S. and those sorts of things. So even though, you know, the subject matter of the trip will not be amazing, we will actually have some some good times getting back together and um, and hanging out with each other. So that, that should be pretty fantastic. And then, even though the Estes Park Wool Market has formally been canceled, um, me and a handful of my Nick girls will be headed back to the Rocky Mountain National Forest for a regular camp event, even if the the event won't be happening. So that's pretty cool. We've already got our sites reserved in the National Park. And I cannot wait to go. The boy's coming with me again this year. He won't go to events, but he'll go camp in the proximity of events. So that's pretty cool. It's nice that I actually get to share some of that time with him and they'll have to leave him behind. All right. So leading us out this week is a classic song by the Rolling Stones. Time is on my side. And I want to thank you all again for joining me. And and I look forward to all the crafting I've got going on in the next few weeks. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com. Catch me on Ravelry 
and Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon.